Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Wealth Podcast. My name is Key Ford, and today we have a special guest with us. We have Eric Garner, who's my brother in Christ, also who is the host of the Make It Plain Podcast. Um, had to throw that that shameless plug in for us. And every time, you know, when we start this show, we always give a disclaimer that the things that are expressed here, we are not saying we're the ones who are diagnosing anyone. So if any of these things meet your criteria, hey, go seek out mental health help or from your local medical medical professionals or PCP. Now, we have a very interesting topic today because this is a topic that I feel like if not everyone, if I was a gambling man, I would say about high 90 percentile that some of us face or are currently facing or have faced in the past, and that is burnout. Now, when you think about burnout, burnout is just that stress that comes from the tedious task of the, of the day. Um, you're doing something over and over again, and you continue to go and go and go and go, and sometimes we don't take breaks for ourselves. Sometimes we find ourselves in situations where it is, it is very taxing on our body, and then it taxes our mental, and then it also sometimes affects our, our health. So we got Eric today, and I'm going to let Eric give a little introduction of himself and to show you, to, well, I guess to just bring him onto this platform <laughs> for those who don't know Eric. Um, Eric, give the people a little bit about yourself. Well, um, my name is Eric Garner, and, and um, as, as Keith stated, I'm the host of the Make It Plain uh, show that, uh, that we have with, with my good friend and good brother Keith Ford and, um, and also Cameron Freeman. Um, and a show that we do for GBN. And so um, we, would, we would certainly appreciate you guys uh, uh, checking that out on the app or the YouTube channel or on Facebook. Um, but, you know, I, I do host that. I'm an assistant principal for a high school. Um, secularly, I preach for the Udawa Church of Christ. Um, I'm a father. I'm a husband, um, you know, family member. So I, I hold several um I wear several hats. So, uh, so burnout is a, is a, uh, is a really good topic that I think I might be able to, uh, to, uh, to share some, some, some information about, you know, and that's, that's the reason I really outside of your knowledge and then just everything you have going on, um, have a lot of respect for Eric. And I know that the hats that he wears, you know, it's a, it's a juggle and sometimes it can get, it can be a very daunting task and can be very tiresome. But hey, we make this thing work. So when we, we dive into it today for this episode, we're going to have this in a series of three episodes. So we're going to do today starting off looking at burnout from our personal lives. Now, I know one thing for myself, and I've you've heard me mention it on this podcast before. We experienced a house fire in 2020, August the 17th of 2020. And man, we lost everything. But one thing that happened that was so amazing, man, those congregations in that area and brethren everywhere. Some of you who probably watched this um, congregations just throughout the United States. Everyone came to our aid and we we didn't have a moment to to even go without uh, Joey Farrell, very good brother. Um, Joey had a place for us to stay within like four hours of it happening. Like we didn't we didn't we didn't want for anything. We didn't we didn't have a moment to even be sad. But you know what? When I go back and I play it over in my head and to think about how that situation happened and really didn't realize that I hadn't dealt with it yet. You know, we're going to do a segment on grief 
And one of the things that I found out about burnout and correlation with grief, that grief deserves respect. And if we don't respect grief, man, it'll, it'll, it'll eat us up. The same thing is true with burnout. If we don't respect that burnout, that burnout will put us in a situation where we've gone too far or we're in a place where we don't want to be at. So I, I say that to say, I didn't, I didn't properly realize that I was burnt out after the house fire because, man, I was doing everything. And maybe two Sundays ago, man, I was preaching and I actually thought about it. And, man, I started crying. Like, it, you know, I've never cried in the pulpit like that. So don't tell anybody because I'm supposed to be a gangster. But, you know, and it, and it just it resonated with me that, man, just think about all the things that I had been through and just uh, the go, go, go that I didn't take time for self. You know, Eric, you have any 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 thoughts like that or anything you've experienced like that? Yeah, man, it's. um When I when I think about burnout personally. I always I always think about the society that that we live in and and the. You know, all of the. All the things that that vie for our attention and, and all of the the distractors that our society provides. And, and I think we, because we, we will discuss this from a biblical perspective. And when you consider first century church and the people who lived in the first century, and especially those who were you know, Jewish or, or who had become Christians, you know, they didn't necessarily have the conveniences of being distracted like we do in in this current society. And this is not just a phenomenon that is kind of specific to America. You know, you see this all over the world, man. I, you know, our kids now, we're we're putting kids in sports at such early ages, you know, trying to engage them and keep them engaged in so many things and so many extracurriculars. Well, it's not just your child that is involved in that extracurricular. It's also, it's you. also you. You know, you have to do the transporting. You have to make the money to pay the fees. You know, you have to buy all of the, the equipment and you have to spend the time. You know, you just don't want to drop them off. Or if you are too busy, you know, to be involved in that aspect of their lives, you know, then then you're passing them off to somebody else while you go and do something else. And so and I just use that one example to, to show that we live in a time and in a society where it's very easy to burn yourself out. Like it's very easy with all good intentions to stretch yourself to a point to where burnout just has to be, you know, it just has to be the, the necessary conclusion. You know, our, again, man, when you, when you consider everything that we, that, that is fighting for our attention and things we have to choose to give our attention to, um, you know, burnout, it, it, it's not something that is surprising or it's not something that, that I feel like, uh, you know, it's just like anything else, man. It's just like when you when you live in such a vain society, and when you live in such a society that is that is me centered and 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 I centric, then diseases like bulimia, anorexia, and um, and and self esteem and uh, and suicide, like those things are not surprising when 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 we have trained people to be self-centric we have we have become so to the point where we rely on so some things and then when it gets to the point where we have invested into all of that then when that fizzles out you know you're looking for a so-called the next high you're looking for the next thing 
there's no band-aid for burnout. Like you, you have to have time for self. You have to put things into perspective. And that's some of the things that we're going to talk about today. Also dealing with our personal life. You know, I know for myself, and it's going to sound crazy. Um, I always try to encourage myself and in anybody to take you some time throughout your week to do something for self to help alleviate some of the burnout. Now, my thing is, I think I've shared it with you before. I like to go to Waffle House. Now, I know Waffle House is not, some people may not view it as five-star dining, but for me, it is five-star dining. I can spend eight bucks, get me an omelet, <laughs> some hash browns and a toast, and I take that moment to myself because mm-hmm. you know as well as I know, when you work with people, you're a preacher, you're also an educator, um, and, and assistant principal, so I'm pretty sure, how, how many kids do you guys have at the school? So our overall student attendance and it enrollment because attendance is something totally different, but enrollment, um, it, it's, it hovers because you lose kids throughout the year, but we're hovering around 1,860-something-odd students. So 1,860-some students mm-hmm. that you're in charge of have to make sure that the day-by-day things for them go good. And then you have to also come home and manage your own household with your own children and your wife. And then you got to make time for Eric. Right. You know, that there's a lot of maneuvering that you have to do inside of that. So I always encourage people. I know for myself, I had to get up a little bit earlier if I, for my study or either I stay up a little bit later. So I try to find those avenues where I can find any time where I can get in to keep myself from burning out. Because when you work in the public, I've been in the foster care system working. I work in my private practice. I'm always talking to people. And, you know, if I'm going to be honest with you, you know, sometimes I get tired of peopling with people. Oh, sure. Some, sometimes it, it sometimes it, it gets to the point and I'm like, man, I just want to I just want to take the therapist hat off for a minute and I just want to throw it to the side or and I just just let me be for a moment because it seems like everyone has a question like, oh, well, you know, Keel no because he's a therapist, you know, or either. You know, I know you've experienced it also with, with being a preacher, because a lot of times they people will look at the preacher as the counselor. They're going to go to the preacher. Sure. And so. What, what what do you do for self, Eric? What do you do? How do you keep self from burning out? And, and I'm going to wait until I'm going to wait until the uh, when the the next episodes that that we do. And I think we'll deal with religious. Yes. Burnout we, yes. Or, we definitely, or spiritual burnout. Yes. We're definitely going to. So I'm, I'm going to save the preacher part for that. But um, but personally, what I do is because because I know that there are only 24 hours in a day. Like there, there are only 24 hours in a day. You have 24. I have 24. Everyone has 24. And how you. And, and you, we have to be very intentional on how we prioritize those 24. Because, man, if you're not intentional um, with the things that you do, you know, I'm, I'm reminded of Mark chapter 1, verse 36, where the Bible says that, you know, a great while before day, talking about Jesus, um, he rose up a great while before day and he departed into a solitary place and there prayed. You know, I know that I have to be, I have to have that time to myself. So my day, because I because I have I do have a secular job, my day begins at four o'clock in the morning, because because I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a work like uh, study type nighttime person. I just I don't have I don't have that kind of energy at night. I have my most energy in the morning. So I I get up about four o'clock. You know I study. You know I study. Um, you know I, I give a good hour of study. Um, to the word. And then, then my personal time for me is the gym. I'm, I'm at the gym at five in the morning. It's just, I'm by myself. You know, I can think, 
I can release stress, you know, through through physical exercise. And, you know, it gets me, you know, it gets my my chemicals, you know, balanced for the day and my body. You know, I'm releasing endorphins. I'm, I'm you know, I'm 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 happier. I, I, I feel I'm more energetic so I can deal with, you know, the it, you think about four hundred and eighty something students that I have as far as 10th grade being the 10th grade assistant principal. So I, I deal with about 400 plus students a day. And so um, and just dealing with the with just the world of public education, you know, in public society and teenagers and and teachers and managing adults. And like you said, just people and having to deal with people every day. So my time is that is that four to six o'clock, you know, that four to five study and prayer and then at five, you know, to six. And then, you know, I, I head off to work and and man, you know, I'm just, you know, people. People said I walk around like I own a place because I'm always I'm always smiling. I'm always I'm always uplifting. I'm always looking at the the better side of things because I've had that time to deal with myself. And then when I get home for the day, I'm home. I love that. So when I get home, I don't have to get home, you know, pick up my daughter from school, get home, change clothes, go back to the gym then try to get home and then try to study that night. No, I you know, my my family deserves that time. So that's why I sacrifice, you know, I sacrifice the early morning time. And, and some people, when I tell people and people ask me these very same questions, man, how do you do it? And I tell them how I do it. Oh, I can't do that. Well, you can, you can, you know, we all have the same 24 hours. That's what's important to me. You know, do I necessarily want to get up at four o'clock in the morning? No, no. Do I want to do it? No. But do I do it because I understand the benefits of it? Yes, I do it. And I, I I'm intentional about it. And I make sure it's done and it becomes routine. And that way it keeps me from burning out. Man, you said you said a mouthful there. You know, we have a brother who has accused you and I of being vampires because we he, he could text at five in the morning and we respond. <laughs> you know, I told him, I you know, we we have to. It's, it's a sacrifice. Right. And even, um, go ahead. we're not going to we're not going to name names because Tevin Maybrayer might might get mad at us. Yeah, he, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, he 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 he'll be he'll definitely be listening. He'll he'll definitely listen. He'll enjoy that. Yeah, I tell you, you know, because that's the thing that I found out about myself to to avoid the burnout. And man, you made a very great point about your nighttime life. I I've talked to so many people who will say, "Well, man, you know, I try to study at night and do this or do this after daytime and this and after the world has set in." You know, you got to make that time for family. Especially now, if you're a single person or if, or if you're dating, you know, you kind of you do things a little bit differently. But so when we look at burnout from the different aspects of if I'm single, if I'm dating, if I have children, you know, all of it, it comes a little bit different. But I, I like to hear the things that you do to keep yourself together, because exercise is one of the big things that can help you avoid burnout. If you're if you're healthy and you're work, working out, you're doing what you have to do, it's you're less likely to feel those those angst of the world when it comes to the burnout. Now again, it still it still is there. That they we we're not going to be able to just throw burnout away burnout away just because we we exercise, but our bodies feel a lot better when you're when you're doing what you have to do or even getting an adequate amount of sleep. Because burnout can lead to fatigueness and one of the biggest things that I see from the clients from the clients who I work with who are dealing with burnout, their anxiety levels are through the roof. Because when you're burnt out, you know what you're you're looking for the next fire, like you're all like you're you just put out fires. You, there's never a 
there's never a moment of, oh, I just feel good. Because you're looking for the next fire. Your anxiety is up. And when you deal with anxiety, anxiety can, keeps you in a hypervigilant state to where either I'm always going to be in fight or flight. Our bodies don't need to be like that. And when we're burnt out, that's what's going on. We're fighting. We're trying to find out exactly what is going on inside of our mental. And so I tell for you guys listening and watching, take some time out for self. Like, what do you do to, to prevent burnout? Because in your personal life, you can read, work out. I would now, again, I'm not against television. You know, you can get your television, as Eric said earlier, but don't, don't spend, don't go and binge a, a whole Netflix series in eight hours and, and don't do nothing else. You know, that may be a little bit of relaxed time. You know, some, some days I do wish I could sit in the bed and watch I Love Lucy all day and not have to do anything. Right. Right. But unfortunately, you know, we live, we live in, the, in the real world. Mm -hmm. You know, when I look at the, when I think about the Bible, and when I look at it from the standpoint of Proverbs, we've been doing a great study on the book of Proverbs. And I'll tell you, man, Proverbs has really been a has really been a rich study as you read about how, you know, this 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 author is writing to his son. I presumably I always say for some for some of the, for some of the Proverbs, we have a king who's writing to his son trying to keep himself together. And when you look at a lot of the things that he talks about, one of my favorite things to help dealing with burnout and one of my favorite passages, or passages of scripture, I should say, Proverbs chapter six, talking about the ant and the slugger. Mm -hmm. I love to look at that because I'm gonna tell you something that really, really, really makes us burn out, procrastination. Man, you know, in school, when I was doing papers, you know, I was never the person, if, if the paper was due December the 4th, December 3rd, I was working on it. Right. Because you know what? I, I, I work better under pressure. That's what yeah. I'm telling myself. That's what we all say. We, we all say, look, look this, this is what I'm the best. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm Kobe. I'm Jordan. You know, put, put me in the last shot. That's, that's me. But you know what? That stuff like that, it, 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 it deteriorates you. Mm -hmm. it, it breaks you down mentally. Because guess what? You're going to keep doing that same thing over and over again. Procrastination needs to be avoided in order for us to avoid burnout. Because procrastination will lead to burnout. Right. Well, just like you stated from an education perspective, you know, studies have been done. We, you students and parents will, and it's a real thing. Test anxiety is a real thing. But there are, it's been proven by studies that the best deterrent or the, or the best remedy for test anxiety is preparation. Like, period. Like, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter the other things you put in place for test anxiety, you know, breathing and, you know, and breathing is good. Calming yourself down, bring your heart rate down. That's good as you're taking a test, but there is nothing like being prepared for a test. Like if you have studied and you have studied well ahead of time, you know, um, and even the Bible speaks about, you know, because in Ephesians chapter five, you know, Paul says redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 and following, you know, when you, there's no promise to the procrastinator. It is not. Like, there's no promise to you. You know, preparedness is, is God has always smiled upon being prepared, putting yourself in position to take advantage of opportunities, decreasing your stress levels. You know, all of those things are biblical. And, and just like you stated, when you procrastinate, when you procrastinate, you just simply, you simply invite stress. You do. Like you just invite stress and anxiety. Anytime we are unprepared, you don't know what's going on. Like you said, if I, if I know, if I, 
no, I have a geography test, and if I haven't studied, guess what? I'm it's, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna weigh on me. It's gonna it's gonna have me feeling a certain way. Preparedness, being prepared, is the best thing that we can do. You know, and again, sometimes preparation looks a little bit different. Right. Some people, you know, are meticulously preparers. Like I will say this, and and it's we get a lot of emails from from the show. Make it plain. <laughs> It, but before I even open my eyes, Eric has already responded to twenty emails, and that's I, I, I have to I have to give him the credit on that because Eric is very meticulous like that when it comes to being prepared. Like that's his that's his he checks his email a lot and he's ready to go already on the go. And I'm like, man, you know what? That is it's a it's a beautiful thing because again, preparation already up. I already know what's going on. Having having that time and. Preparing also like scheduling things also helps to remove burnout. I tell couples or in just whoever, scheduling will help you the most. If you have to even schedule down to, hey, me and my wife are gonna go out on our date night, put it on the calendar. If I'm go- if I gotta study for this, put it on the calendar. Journaling, I, I journal. I I'm I'm gonna say this. I'm a big journaler. Journaling has helped me reduce anxiety, and it also helps me to get my feelings out so that I can go back and look and see what I need to do and what I've been working on. And it, it helps me to deal with burnout. There's something about putting that, putting that pen to that paper and just getting it out, and it just is so therapeutic to me. And I noticed, I noticed when I'm burnt out or when I'm heading toward burnout, I can tell it in my tone. I can tell it in my actions. I can tell it in... And everything. And so I have to keep that journal out. And not only journal, the first thing I do, and I encourage everybody every morning, I pray every morning, pray every evening, pray before I go to bed, keep a constant prayer life to help also a burnout. Because again, being able to stay connected to the source. You know, I mentioned Proverbs 6 talking about the ant and the slug. I want I just want to read a little bit of that and and just and just to, to have the to have the mindset. Proverbs 6 and verse 6 says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways and be wise, which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provided her meat in the summer and gathered her food in the harvest. How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise out of thy sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that travaileth, and thy want as an armed man. You know, the the ant, I love the way that the proverb writer details the ant. Having no overseer or guide, guess what? The ant was prepared. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. There, there was a, a cartoon I can remember as clear as day when I was a kid. But it was the it was the turtle and the rabbit. Mm-hmm. And the turtle was doing all the work and the rabbit played all the time. And then guess what? Wintertime came and he was found without. The same thing is true about us. If we are not prepared, burnout, all these things will seep into our personal life and can cause a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. It can affect friendships. It can affect work relationships, your work in, in general. So right. it's, 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 it's something that definitely needs to be appreciated, learning how to alleviate those things and work toward being better. I, when you... When you think about the sluggard and the the ant in this in this proverb, you know it, it would it would be a mistake to think that the ant didn't rest, or to mm-hmm. think that the sluggard um, 
that 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 if you if you rest at all, you're going to be considered a sluggard, right? If you notice the colonies of ants, like. They they know like they know their roles. They know when they're working, when they're resting. Like they they know what their roles are. And so the ant doesn't just go 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 to its own detriment. But but we understand because like my wife will tell you she she laughs she laughs at me. And 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 my mother would would tell you this too. My my mother passed away last year, but but she would tell you this too. I've always been a napper. Like I will take a nap. Like I, I, bro, I will take a nap, and I, I will not feel bad about it. Like I took one yesterday, you know. I mean, I will take a nap if I'm if I'm sleepy and I can do it. You know, I'm gonna take me a nap. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. and I need that nap to recharge. I don't, I don't apologize for it, you know. It, but, but Jesus, Jesus was asleep, you know, on the sea when when the ship um, encountered that 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 windstorm and. And, 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 and it beat on the ship, Matthew chapter eight, um, the disciples were afraid and they, they came to Jesus and he asleep, right? Even, even our Lord understood rest, you know, he understood that, that he needed to rest. And, and so, and so this, this proverb is great. It's about the person who, who is a sluggard and is not fervent in being diligent and taking care of their matters and being prepared like they need to, but just, just being lazy. There's a difference between lazy, being lazy and resting. Like there's a difference. Big difference. You know, your body needs to rest. You know, we, we know like every, every night, or at least I know I do. And I, and I think the vast majority of, of, of the audience would, would, would fall into this, um, into the same reasoning. Every night, I, every night I plug my watch, I, I put my watch on the charger and I put my phone on charger. Every night. Why do I do that? Because it got to be ready for the next day. Got to be ready. It got to be recharged. Like if I don't recharge that watch, my watch and my, my phone, they're going to die on me and I need them. Like I need them. Like you said, man, my calendar, everything on my phone, my text messages, my email, everything. my phone stays going off. Like so, so I need my phone. So if I don't charge it, if I don't, if I don't, if I don't charge my phone and my watch, then they die, right? They die when I need them. Like your body is the same way. Like, so we understand this about our body. We put gas in our cars because we don't want them to run out of gas because they need. So we, we, we charge our phones and our watches. Our bodies need to be charged. We need to rest when we need to rest. Like you said, man, getting good nights of sleep. People ask me when I tell them, I get up at four in the morning and say, what time you go to bed? I force my eyes to be closed by 10 o'clock, like at the latest. I have to. I have to force my eyes to be closed by 10 o'clock. And, um, and so, but I know I need to rest. If I need to take a nap, like I will take a nap. And my wife, she laughs. She's like, he's, well, my wife's not a napper, but I am. I've been a napper since a kid. You know, I tell people in my private practice when they come see me and a lot of the girls at the office, they'll <laughs> joke because, you know, my room is always dim. If nobody's in there, I'm sleep. I'm on the couch sleep. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like I. They like you sleep on your couch, man. I'm I'm in there knocked out. I'm mm-hmm. talking about calling the hogs because I'm gonna get if that's the only time I get to nap. You know, having seven kids at home, I can't nap at home because <laughs> right. somebody's always there, right? You know, to 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 interrupt that nap. But you know, I I, I think this is this is a this is a great foundation for us to lay and to 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 begin it. Like looking at our personal lives. We're humans, but we need to make sure that we avoid those things. Avoid burnout at all costs. Because again, if we're burnt out, what good are we going to be for ourselves or for, for any others? Well, we only have a few more moments and we'll conclude. And I hope you, 
You tune in for our next episode where we will discuss about burnout in our professional lives. Hope to see you there. Give a listen and give a share. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are grateful for your continued support as well as your continued prayers. If you would like to find out more about our network, please visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon. May God bless you.